Straw Hut Media. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, norm- no. I'm normally no. very prepared. It's no. just been a fucked up week and Housewives is killing me slowly. It happens. It happens. Woosah. Yes. From Straw Hut Media. <laughs> this is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Hey everybody, it's um, Brandy Glanville and I'm half asleep because I had to take a sleeping pill at four in the morning. Don't judge me. It was a long, it's a long story, but I'm here with the beautiful and talented Taylor Nolan. You will know her from The Bachelor and The Bachelor in Paradise and there's so much more to her. We're going to get into this conversation. Welcome to my ugly, very messy home. (laughs) Not, not ugly, not messy. It's, you know, it's it's life. It's Christmas almost. (laughs) There's like Christmas scattered around. It's just not put together yet. Yes. Um, yeah. So we were actually just talking and Taylor, beside, we'll get into The Bachelor because people are obsessed with it. Yes, they are. Um, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Bachelor, the p- people think they know you and they're kind of a part of your life. Yes. And I'm sure you experience very similar things. It's nuts. But yeah, people really think that they know everything about you and just feel, they get so invested in they're your invested, life. That's the word. Yeah. They're, invested yeah. and that like people leave there I'm, I'm always say be careful because if you do one thing wrong everyone will hate you forever mm-hmm. like it the, literally yep. it like that guy that was with hannah b the one that she picked which god knows why she didn't pick yeah the hot one which, what was his <laughs> name Tyler. Ty- oh my god i couldn't even watch tyler without being like sexually aroused i was like yeah jesus like it's so cute she picks the loser guy but yeah. now that guy is toast for the rest of his life everyone hates him yeah it's nuts yeah it's, it's i mean i feel like i experienced something somewhat similar just being i think like they attempted to villainize me on the show and what season was this this was Nick's season. Yeah. season. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know Nick, but I've done a few um, like events with mm-hmm. Nick. He seems nice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I know yeah. you just did his podcast. Um, is there anything happening there? Uh, no, no. Um, I didn't. You said I just did Nick's podcast? That's what it said. Oh, no. I haven't I haven't been on Nick's podcast. Um, well, Nick, we ha- have her on your podcast. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm very, very good friends with his... Uh, the woman that he was engaged with, Vanessa, from our season. Um, so she's like one of my closest friends and um, we talk every day. And yeah, he's, you know, pe- people say things and there's headlines about stuff and, you know, I, I don't actually, have any- Yeah, I did not like him when I was watching. I didn't watch the entire season because I didn't like him. I thought he was kind of there acting... Acting for the camera. That is my agent. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. All right, everybody. Right. All right, everybody. We're back. And like, they're talking about everything we're supposed to be talking about on the podcast <laughs> while we were on the break. And I'm going to kill my producer, Ryan, but he just got engaged. So I have to be slightly nice to him. Yes. Congratulations. Um, yes. Right. <laughs> I don't know why you're getting married, but I'm glad you finally got engaged. Um. So yeah, we're people love to hear about the bachelor part. So we're mm-hmm. going to talk about that for a little bit. And then we're going to get yeah. into more personal things because you are, you're studying to be something that I'm excited about it. I, mm-hmm. I want to do it. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. All right, so we'll talk about Bachelor a little more. So mm-hmm. 
I yeah, when I was watching Nick's season, which I couldn't even get through because I just felt like it was a lot of acting. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just that's how I felt. I like mm-hmm. like really genuine when you can tell people are just a hundred percent genuine. And half the time I think people go on that show just to be on TV. Yes. I think I think part of it is just wanting to be on TV. And I think the other part of it is like this really skewed version in, in, in their head that they have about how they're going to fall in love and it's going to be this magical love story, which – Those bitches are crazy. I'm just going to say that. I mean, like you – those girls that think, oh, I got to get the ring and then my life is going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to have the same life, but you're just going to have a ring on your finger. Yeah. And I mean, love is great, but it doesn't change everything. Your life still kind of mm-hmm. remains the same in, in every other way. And I feel like some of these delusional women go on the show and they are just, it's almost, it's a, it's a competition. In some ways, I mean, before I went on, I tried really hard to not view it that way. But the reality of it is that it literally is a reality show. And and a competition. And it is. It, it You very much, when you're there, you feel like, holy shit, this is like really, really intense. I mean, I remember just on the reunion show on Women Tell All, I literally felt like I was like a WrestleMania show. And I that was like show, going that show into is the aggressive. rink. Yeah, I, like I was it. like, holy shit, I'm going into the rink here. Like, this is so intense. But yeah. I mean, ev- most everyone that goes on the show has never been on any kind of show before, right? And so it's. I think it's that's why shock. people tune in to see like new people, how they're going to act, if they're acting, mm-hmm. if they're there for the camera, or if they're actually there to find love. Yeah, and I think you can really tell who is and who isn't. Absolutely. And I mean, I feel like you are definitely one that you're not like a an actress. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Can't do that. But the, be- the better thing <laughs> is you're studying to be a sex therapist. Yes. Yeah. Jeez, like, do you get to have sex with couples? Because that's what I've seen <laughs> no. on TV. No, you sit I don't and get you to watch do that. them, right? Um, you, you, some people, um, I don't do that professionally. It's not, I have experienced that personally, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, right now I'm a licensed psychotherapist in Seattle and work with individuals. And then now I'm just going through training to be certified as a sex therapist. And it's a lot of, um, it's basically just a lot of like education around right. it and actual training and how to work with people around sexual What is that issues. training? Like, what does that training involve? Um, so like the last one I just went to, it's like a, it's a presentation essentially, but it's very interactive. The last one was with Dr. Chris Donahue, who I'm not sure if you've ever had on here. I've had him on my podcast and I was, we were thinking about having sex with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Part of me during the training was like, like, "Mm, he's kind of like, I saw the tattoo and 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 he's he's fluid. Like he's like, I think he's fluid. Like with men and women. And I was like, "Mm, I've never done that with somebody that likes boys and girls. So that maybe we were really about to have sex. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was just on his show last night, and yeah, I was like, oh, wish we could hang out a little bit. Right, but- he's so sexy. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, and he's so yes. smart and everything, and like, I, I very yes. So, so yeah, like the training was um was led by him, so it's very you know, very entertaining and and informational, and, and you learn a lot. And then there's like online co- coursework you have to do, and um, but it's cool because you create like a whole new community of people through the trainings and. Yeah, I mean, working in like the mental health field, there's not a lot of people that are like, yeah, let's chat about sex. Right. No, of course. <laughs> so being in like specific training to be certified as a sex therapist. But I mean, they helps. do mental health and sex go hand in hand because I feel like mm-hmm. that like there's so many people that confuse 
love and sex and then they start to go crazy. Yes. <laughs> we've, we've all seen it. Totally. And and I think it's it's so important to actually be certified and get training in sex therapy because while you yeah. think sex and mental health go so hand in hand, a lot of therapists don't actually cover sex with their clients. And a lot of them also don't have training in it to be able to know how to even work through those things with people. So that's part of why I valued it so much. Like, yeah, yeah I do my own kind of education and my own personal sexual exploration that – could be helpful in working with clients, but I'm like, I want to really be staying informed and actually have like real things to to present to people. So, so the most important question I have is, can you write prescriptions? No, okay. I cannot. <laughs> so I just have my master's. I don't have my MD. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. just, just questioning it, you know. Um, yes. But are you headed towards that direction? <laughs> No, no, I will not be. That's so much responsibility that I don't want to have. <laughs> it is a lot of reason. Yeah. I have a, a psychotherapist that does give me the good meds. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, he knows every single thing about my life. Yeah. But you, it's, it is in order to get those medications that I desperately need. Mm-hmm. It's, we do talk about sex. We do talk about mm-hmm. me and when my crazy moments and all that. They yeah. do go, they really are hand in hand with mm-hmm. one another. And I don't think we had a girl on that I'm not going to say her name, but she claimed that she was a life coach. She was like oh. 22 and she's like, yeah, I'm certified as a life coach. I'm like, well, where, where, who certifies you and where do you get that sort of, and she was really sweet. Yes. But I was, I was just perplexed because she was so young mm-hmm. and it just, some of the things that she was saying, like I, I wouldn't view I wouldn't want a life coach that was viewing certain things the way she was doing certain things to help me. So I think when people say I'm certified, like what does that Mm -hmm. entail for you? I mean, obviously you have you have an education as well. Yeah, yeah. And so like life coach is a very different field than mental health and being a counselor, being a therapist, right? And it shouldn't be. It's it's it, yeah it's very different and so the certification that life coaches go through is a bit different. I'm not super familiar with it, but they're not professional counselors. So no. in that there's a big difference. And I mean, for me, like when I finished my master's, I was 22. Like I was very young. Um, and oh, you were just the high school, college, I, master. Wow. Yeah, How I did. did. You, did you leave high school early? That's. Um, I did my bachelor's in three years and then went straight to my master's. And then after that was when I went on the show and was like, I'm going to do something just to like have a whole different life experience and do something that's a little bit outside of my comfort zone. And yeah, so that took me on a whole other journey. (laughs) And how far did did you and Nick have sex? No, no. Dear God, no. 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 Oh, no, no. I mean, he's pretty No, no, no. I didn't like him on the show. He is attractive, yes. But but when I did, like, we did some things together, not like sex or anything, like shows or something. I did think that he was very, like, debonair and handsome. Like, I Mm -hmm. liked him in person. I didn't like him on the show. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, when I found out that he was going to be my bachelor, I was excited about that. I was like, okay, good. Like, he has a beard. Like, that's a big thing for me. I'm like, you got to have a beard. Otherwise, Santa has a fucking beard. I mean, like, come on. A beard? That's, oh, yeah. I like you. You got a beard. And hopefully anyone can grow a beard. So we can, we have to, you know. I mean, some people can't. And some people can, can pull that off for me. But for me, it's like, it just makes, like, my vagina dance when I see oh. a beard. I'm like, oh. Dancing vagina. I haven't had that in like three months. Yes. There's hemorrhoid cream on the table, but 
I don't have hemorrhoids. It's because I put it on my eyelids because they get so swollen when I have psoriasis. So I'm going to do that while we're talking. Hemorrhoid cream on your eyes? Yeah. It helps us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I put Latisse in my hair, so I don't know if that's safe either. <laughs> I just I just do what I'm going to do yeah. when I want to do it, and that's why I'm always in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, back to this. So were, did you get hate or love from the Bachelor Nation fucking crazy people? First, it was a lot of hate, oh. and then it was a lot of love. Okay. People, How did you deal with the hate? Um, honestly, I just got very depressed, and I cried a lot, and right? I stayed in bed, and I didn't go out, and I didn't do anything, and I was felt like a total piece of shit. But do you, reali- you do realize that you'll never see these people, and you don't know these people? Yes, 100%. And a lot of these people, again, are judging me off of 30-second clips. Yeah, hi- like the highlights of- Missing total context in conflict and just in life in general. And none of these people would have ever said this stuff to my face. No, not of course once, not. Not once when someone has recognized me has anyone said something negative. I always say that. So everyone is so brave behind a computer screen. And when they see you, they're like, can I get a photo? Yeah. And you're like, hmm, okay. Then you want to go look them up and be mm-hmm. like, oh, who is this motherfucker? Yes, but. Exactly. I do. I mean, it it is. I went through a time on Housewives in the beginning where I was so obsessed with social media Mm -hmm. and people hating me. It pulls you in. I was so depressed for two years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, then finally now, like I barely do my own social media anymore. And like, they can all fuck off. I can't, I got to a place where I was like, who is everyone? Number one. It's like trolls online. Mm -hmm. And then the news people that are sitting and talking about it, they say, oh, they're getting a lot of backlash. They read one main tweet. Yeah. That's not a lot. If you don't know, like, but when they say a lot of backlash and read one main tweet, that's what makes it into this giant mm-hmm. snowball of mean tweet. It, it could have just been that one, but now that they're saying that's happening, yeah. everyone hates you. And mm-hmm. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's, I mean, I feel sorry for you because I know exactly how you felt. And mm-hmm. I, I just, people out there, be fucking nice. And if you don't like someone, just, don't like them. Don't write about it. Yeah. You don't need to communicate to them right. that you don't like them. Like they're not in your personal life. You don't actually know them. Right. So. And if you don't like us, just maybe just say, hey, I'm not feeling it with you. You're not for You're not my favorite. Yeah. You don't have to hate and say, I want you dead because those are fun ones to get. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because on Bachelor, I got hate. And then on Paradise, I got a lot of love. And people love love. And so seeing me... Falling Fall in, in love, love and whatever. Co- they you got engaged, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so people just love that. Yeah, and they, they loved want, me. Yeah, they and- want it. Everyone wants the happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and a lot Several of different, different ways. versions of that you could get. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. No, but it's true. And Bachelor in Paradise is a whole different monster. Mm-hmm. It's totally there's it's almost like the the playing field levels out Mm -hmm. and there's no one person that is the person that I mean that one douchebag that hooked up with like all of the girls who was that I don't remember let's not give him any he was disgusting (laughs) but um but it's true it's like everyone's there and they have an equal playing field and equal chance for love Mm -hmm. there's not like one person that like I'm gonna give you a rose yeah and, and I mean, there's definitely still – it's a bit of like a popularity contest, as I'm yeah. sure you feel the Housewives is as well. Um, so it's it, – it is an equal playing field, but there's also like you do have to kind of sort through people's intentions and – Right. You know. but, that, but that's your – that's an inside job because mm-hmm. like if people come in and they think that they're cool, great, think you're cool. But like yeah. if you then think, okay, that's the person, fuck that. Like mm-hmm. I always I always tell myself, don't – 
it's an inside job because she's exactly the same as me. We're here for the exact same reason. And I, and I do think that social media and everything fuels the fire, but some of these people are fucking nuts, number one. And they, they feel like they are like, I, I saw the, one of the girls, I cannot remember her name, but she was, she drove me crazy. Um, she was on Hannah B's the she was like when she was on the bachelor mm-hmm. she was like a beauty queen or it was like i don't remember her name mm-hmm. but there was their competition then she went on bachelor in paradise and bitch was just nuts like, like you could mm-hmm. tell she was not like acting the way she would normally act and yeah. like she was putting on for the camera mm-hmm. i cannot handle those people hmm. yeah i can't think of who you're talking about I, i'll queen. think of it yeah, yeah i'll think of it i mean she was pretty and all but no Mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah. And that's where, like, for me, going on the show, like, there's definitely, you know, just like in everyday life, how there's people that you connect with and there's people you don't connect with. And there was, like, a select number of girls in my season that I really connected with. And for the most part, others, I'm like, yeah, like, we're just not each other's vibe and and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, you you don't have to be best friends with everyone. If you, like, sometimes you're not my cup of tea. And listen, if we're in the same group, Mm-hmm. Great, I'll be cordial to you, yeah. but I'm not going to call you later and ask to borrow your hemorrhoid cream. Oh, ouch! Just yeah. hurt my hand. Um, <laughs> put some hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, every if it's swollen, you can put it on it. I'll just say that. Um, no, but it, it's just very interesting because I I was watching The Bachelor for a long time, mm-hmm. and then I stopped because I started to feel like a lot of the girls were there for the wrong reasons, and then it it just became mm-hmm. more like a game show, and I'm like, eh. And then I started watching it again recently, and I got more involved in it. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching Bachelor in Paradise, and it was ruining my life because I wanted to watch <laughs> it every day. And I was like, oh, and I, I'm the worst. I don't remember anyone's name ever. I just like, oh, that one douchebag, that one person. Mm-hmm. But a couple people did get married from it, and you got engaged. I was engaged, yes. And yep. that didn't work out? That did not work out. <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, not sure how likely it was to work out, but yeah. Yeah, that's. Do you think that you can really find love on reality television? I think you can. Like, I think. I think there's there's levels to this. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. You know, I think maybe if he and I had had met totally outside, outside of the show, it definitely would have been a different story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's. We referred to it as like being in, in an alternate universe that like yeah, we like had you're like, in a bubble. Yeah. And like we had our relationship that we experienced on the show and outside of the show. And then we have this alternate universe in which our relationship exists that everyone perceives to be the reality of our relationship. Right. Which is just missing a lot of things and, and, and is when romanticized. You get, yeah. And when you get outside of that bubble that you're talking about and you're in real life everything changes Mm -hmm. everything you're not like on these romantic dates in this beautiful you know whatever a hotel on an island somewhere Mm -hmm. it's real life shit and are we gonna split the rent and like are you gonna pay for dinner like it's that you paid your taxes right exactly (laughs) it's like who who are you really Mm -hmm. when there aren't cameras around and no one's watching and i feel like that's the problem for me is it's great when there's a helicopter coming down to pick you up to go on on fantasy suite or Mm -hmm. whatever not fucking real life. Yeah. So when you get outside of that bubble where everyone's watching and everything's paid for, who really are you? And I feel like you now obviously studying like, you know, mental health and like you must have a complete different takeaway than most people. Yeah. There's there's a lot of takeaways for me and it's 
It's hard because I can definitely overanalyze things a little bit and get like too in I my head I get that. About yeah, it. I know for sure. Because I mean, because like there's third lines. That's kind of your mm-hmm. job. And it's what you, you're you passionate about. Yeah. And then it's also your personal life. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, you got to separate those two. But how do you do that? Yeah. It's it's such a weird separation. Like part of it for me, a lot of people move to LA after the show, right? Of course, because they want to be famous. <clears throat> they want to be an influencer on Instagram. And those exactly. bitches drive me nuts. <laughs> and I'm a hypocrite yes. because people pay me to post. But <laughs> – I'm not. I'm not out there taking pictures, and I'm not those people. They, mm-hmm. they just. I mean, I understand monetizing the moment. I get it. Yeah. But it's a it's a moment. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? I'm like, su- you're smart. Fleeting. You have you have an education. You know what your passion is. Mm-hmm. These people think, okay, I've made it, and I'm going to post about whatever I'm going to post about. Yeah. Forever. No, there's going to be next the next bachelor season, mm-hmm. yep. and no one's going to care about you anymore. So, what are you yep. doing with your life? Yeah. And for me, like, it's really important that, you know, whatever kind of platform that I have, that I have a responsibility with that. And so, you know, I, it was really important for me to stay in Seattle and stay with my community and feel like I have, you know, somewhere to just stay grounded after being in such a bubble and, you know, going back to doing therapy and then also hosting the podcast. Like, it, it's cathartic to, to talk about it, correct? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it um, is. It and and it feels like I'm still maintaining a sense of authenticity because if I were to have moved down here to LA to stay in that bubble and to really like try to make something work, right, and to like make that be my life, like it just it wouldn't have felt like me, right? Well. Posting about tea is not going to last forever. I'm yeah. just saying I'm, I do it. I'm just saying I'm putting <laughs> yes. all the money away. I know it's going to go away at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I really believe that when – do they – now, this is a big question. I mm-hmm. always think about this. When you leave the show, when you left the show, did they have um, like a counselor or a mental health expert there to talk to mm-hmm. you about – your feelings, because a lot of these reality mm-hmm. shows, especially in the UK, people leave the show because I'm obsessed with Love Island, mm-hmm. and two people committed suicide mm-hmm. because yeah. they they missed being on camera, they missed all mm-hmm. of these things. People weren't talking about them anymore, yeah. and I feel like I don't know that these shows are responsible enough when these people leave the show. So I'm curious about that. Yeah. So before you go on the show, they actually require that you take several yeah. different assessments and go through psych. Um, and I've taken can... those tests. They're kind of bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> I've done it for every fucking show I've been on and there's one about 100 and they're just yeah. kind of like, um, here's a 30-minute conversation and some questions. You're not crazy. Go ahead. Hmm. You know? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm on this pill for this and I'm on this pill for this. And they're like, okay, great. You're perfect for the mm-hmm. show. Yeah, and what what I was basically told, or at least my my perception of this, was that for Bachelor, that they do look for people who are kind of like on the edge of you know potentially not being mentally stable enough to be on the show. Um, and then it's it's interesting, like they offer counseling throughout the season, right? So right. you can weekly request to meet with a therapist, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, um, and for a lot of people, it's their first time, like. In the ITMs, you know, in the confessionals, those are like an hour long. And for most people, that's like the most they've ever talked about their feelings before. And it feels like a sense of therapy, even though there's like the twisted dynamic with like it being a producer, not yeah, your friend. The, producer, like the producer's questions are like they're, they're to manipulate yes, the person talking. Exactly. So it's a exactly. little bit skewed. It's very manipulative. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the show, you do go through like you get checked out through psych and you do a little like for how post long? interview. Just one. 
Yeah, just one. But they do offer like you can, you know, continue with that person if mm. you'd like and reach back out. Um, they did after my season of Bachelor. Um, <laughs> my producer love him, but also hate him. And <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, I'm like he definitely love hates me as well. And I remember I was like, dude, like I'm literally going to therapy two times a week. Like you're fucking responsible for this. Like you like, please help me with this. And so they did actually like reimburse me partially Good. for some of my therapy, which I was very, very, very appreciative they of. They should. They, ha- they have a responsibility to do that. I yeah. mean, like they they have to, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, they don't, but yeah. they, they should. I'm glad that they reimbursed you. I'm glad that you like sought out therapy. A lot of people leave these shows mm-hmm. and think they're cool. I'm like, no. Girl, yeah. you need to sit down with well, someone. That, that's the bubble. That's the bubble. You get in it and it's feeding your ego. And at that point, you're just really like thriving and living off of your ego, which is not the best place to no. live your life in. No. I know so many of those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but Bachelor in Paradise is different because I felt like, I feel like now it's like on mainstream television where before you couldn't really find it. And now it's like everyone loves it. But there was that rape thing thing that happens or that the the accusation of rape thing that happened mm-hmm. and I felt like people were there but it wasn't like the bachelor where everyone's are ever, all the time watching and making sure things are happening properly was did it seem like a free-for-all a little bit compared to the bachelor so well so that was my season um that oh, I was well, on God. Yeah. Um, And there are people everywhere. Like when you're filming, there's people everywhere. Like you always have have eyes on you. Okay. Like (laughs) it's rare that they don't catch something. And they were present through all of that. Um, There's not a ton I can say on it, but. No, because neither one of us should because we don't want to get sued. Yeah. And I mean, it's. The whole time, yeah, it's a little bit of a shit show. I mean, you are getting incredibly drunk and there's all kinds of other things around that. But it's, you know, it's, it's, there is a lot of supervision. People are watching. There's okay, cameras well, that's everywhere. good because it is alcohol infused. Let's try to find out who can have sex and fall in love. Yeah. And which is, uh, sounds amazing to me, but at the end of the day, it's not reality. Yeah. And I mean, and like, I don't personally drink like at all. And so get being out, on the- leave. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. You're fired. Um, no, and so it's really it is, great. It's it's a very different um experience in that. Right, because but, like you're actually seeing it for what it is. But but then you're dealing with people that aren't being 100% themselves because yeah. there's alcohol involved and it's probably kind of hard to figure out who is being genuine, but you found a guy and got engaged and now do you miss him? Do you want to get back together with him? Um I don't I don't feel like oh I want to get back together with Derek. Mm, I don't um, know if I believe you. No, I I I would like for us to be able to have, have some kind of a no. Okay. I would like for us to be able to have <laughs> some kind of a relationship. Um you know, he was a big part of my life and I'm friends with all my exes except for one. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, the crazy one. <laughs> yeah, the one that was like very abusive. Yeah, um, that, I don't we don't keep those. No. But yeah, like I would love for us to be able to have some level of friendship and right now it's just been, you know, a year and a half since we broke up and no mm. communication at all, which is fine. Like I'm respecting that space, but it does partially make me sad. Um, well, time but, time heals all wounds. And maybe I think yeah. sometimes guys' egos get the best of them and yeah. they need a little more time than mm-hmm. women. I always find like when there's a breakup, mm-hmm. this is my, this is just me and you can tell me if I'm wrong, which I'm not, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, when like a guy and a girl break up after a long term, a guy, I feel like a guy immediately gets into another relationship. 
almost immediately where the girl takes their time and they're like mourning the relationship and it's six months, you know, of no, like I love him, I miss him and the guy's already moved on. Then when the girl starts to move on, the guy finally like breaks up and has that remorse and is now going through it when she's totally over it. Like guys, Mm -hmm. we we mourn and get out of relationships completely differently in my head. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I'm like, don't worry, girl. Like he's just like, that's guys just need, you guys are babies and you need Mm -hmm. your codependent talking Mm -hmm. to Ryan right now. Um, (laughs) and girls like we really do. We're, we're emotional creatures. Guys are simple. They need, they want somebody next to them having sex just Mm. because they don't want to deal with the reality of they are heartbroken and, you know, and there's the ego part. And Mm -hmm. even if they do the breaking up, they still like immediately. And then six months are like, Oh my God, she was the love of my life. I want her back. Mm-hmm. And it's too late. Yeah, I agree with parts of that. I think like when I look back at my last two relationships, I definitely was with people before they were, like after we broke up. Um, but I have like a current situation that I'm curious your thoughts on. Yeah, now, tell actually, me. I'm just excited. as we're talking about breakups, um, my last relationship, uh, I just received screenshots in my DM yesterday of his Bumble, and he's using photos of the two of us on what? his Bumble. Yeah, and I'm like, what I first... feel like I need validation that like that that's fucked up. I just got the chills. <laughs> okay, what a thirsty motherfucker. Because to me, I know we talked about like dating on the show, but to me, one of the more difficult things is dating once you're off the show and figuring out people's if, intentions. Right, if they and... like you because you were on TV or they like you for, for you and – and Only the ego piece. Right. Yeah. And so now I'm like. Um, that guy, I don't know his name, but that's disgusting. And I feel yeah. like he's using you to say, oh, look at like, It's almost like, look at my shiny friend that was on TV. This is how I roll. These are the people I hang yeah. out with. And that's like he's trying to bring in girls that were probably fans of yours or didn't mm-hmm. like yours because of that. I, I, that is shocking to me. Yeah. And it's like it's a photo where like his hand is like on my hip, so it's like clear we were together. And that is just, I just can't gross. wrap my head. I'm like, I get the psychology of it of like, oh, I'm gonna show on my dating profile that I've been with beautiful women because that will bring in um, other beautiful women. I, I think guess. it's different because a lot of guys will like have pictures of like their group of friends and whatnot. Like, yes, and that's and different. I don't mind that. Yeah, and like I don't, I, I do get perplexed when I see. On somebody's like, you know, um, I'm on Tinder or whatever and I'm swiping mm-hmm. like him and a pretty girl. I'm like, what the fuck? Are they looking for a thruple? What yeah. are they doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> I have found those on Yeah, there. I mean, they are on the, Everything's yes. on there. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is confusing. And and but in this particular situation, I think we should call him and <laughs> I ask him. I already tried. He's not answering. <laughs> Maybe I'll answer he- my call. Since he <laughs> likes, he's so thirsty. It'll say Brandy Glanville. I'll be like, ooh, Okay. Let's yeah. try it. And I'll say, can I ask you a quick question? Want to do it? I think we should. I, I don't think we'll answer. He's All right. Let's answer. call him. All right. This should be fun. So what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Canada Man. Canada Man? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Canada okay. Man. I like it. I'll be dead if he answers. I like it. so hey guys i don't know if we can share this or not so just let you know that we did get a hold of canada man and the conversation was lame because he is lame 
and um, we'll tell you all about it. And here's what happened after. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I wish I wish I had like studied up a little more about like like everything I could have said, but like. Yeah, he just got checked. Okay, this is this is the message that I sent him. I said, I want to respect your request for space. However, you know, this is something I would not be comfortable with. We've been over this in the past because we have been over this in the past. I said, you know, I'll find out. You know how I feel about it. Please don't use any photos with me in them for your Bumble or anywhere else. I would really love to be able to have a friendship with you in time. And I won't be able to do this if you continue to disrespect me. I would like to leave you alone and give you space about this so please just confirm with me when you take it down and I sent him the screenshots like he knows That's, he knows that it's on there can you send them to me because can we I mean, might be, if he's using your picture on there I can use your picture on mine like what, that doesn't mean it's public it's out yeah. there for public consumption so he can't actually say anything um, I just feel True. like it's just wrong and it's thirsty and it's it's yeah. like Canada I, it feels dry. like I'm just <laughs> – it feels like you're trying to exploit me and use me, That's which exactly already what was something doing. in the relationship that I was like – You were wondering. I don't – yeah. Are you with me for the right reasons? No, that's – I mean, it happens all the time. Exactly. You, ha- you have to wonder, oh, do you like me because of my social media followers? Do you like me because I was on TV? Yeah. Why, why – I mean, obviously, you're a beautiful girl and you can get any guy, but – there's still those questions. And now to see yeah. him using your fucking picture on a dating app, yeah. that is disgusting. And why would he want to date a girl that just wants to come and get gossip about the fucking bachelor? No clue. I, it's no clue. so thirsty and it's so odd. Like yeah. he's missing. It just feels really, really shitty. And it, it's like he's that you won't that answer connection my calls. to entertainment, that- to this entertainment bubble that isn't real. Yeah, I mean, he's not like he's not like in. He had never watched The Bachelor. He didn't know who I was when I met him. Like, he's not like he did. The only reality TV show that he ever watched was 90 Day Fiance. And it's so entertaining. I love that show too. I'm not going to lie. And I like Married at First Sight. It's scary, yes, but that one's but so still, the fact that <clears throat> it, it doesn't matter that he didn't know when he met you. Like, apparently, he started to like the attention no, he, yeah. that he was getting by being with you. Yeah. And I just don't understand the psychology of this person wanting to use your photo to get people to to want yeah. to date him. That is – he needs some therapy. Like, that's We're fucked up that. in, like, 40,000 different ways. That's really bizarre. But, yeah, like, you'd be pissed, like, if you saw that, right? Like, that's, like, not – like, I'm not crazy in this of being like, hey, no. please don't use my picture. I am blocked from my ex-boyfriend's Instagram because he did not take my pictures down when we broke mm. up. And I, I don't I don't want them on there. I'm sorry. Mm. Why would you want them on there? It's mm-hmm. disgusting. Guys are gross. It's disgusting. Like, okay, so you want to show that you hung out with someone that was on reality TV so that they think you're cool so that you can get other chicks? Yeah. Gross. Yeah, it feels incredibly shitty. I mean, and I'm like, I'm trying so hard to not ruminate on it, but like, ever since I got this message yesterday, I've just been like fuming of like, why? Like, can you not? Please, just don't. I'm I'm in shock right now. This dude is disgusting. Yeah. I mean, we don't know well, his name. Well, I, I know, I know that part of it is probably because he feels a little hurt because I am like seeing someone that like he would prefer I don't see. Um, Fuck but him. that's not really up to you okay. anymore because I'm not in a relationship with you. It honestly sounds like he's just not over it yet. Like he doesn't he doesn't like who you're seeing and he won't talk to you, but he's gonna put pictures of you on Bumble. Homeboy needs some fucking therapy. That is just weird. And and yeah. 
I don't think anyone's excited about their ex seeing anyone, number one. Yeah, like, I, I, I agree Just that. moving on in general, but you can't be in, yeah. you, like to have an opinion on it. You keep that opinion to yourself, mm-hmm. I, in my opinion. Otherwise, you yeah, just Yeah, you don't like, then like try to spite me and like use a photo of me on your dating profile when you know that's something I wouldn't like. And like, you're already seeing so, – I, I, this guy, like he he sounded like a serial killer. <laughs> I'm just saying. You never know with people and – he probably isn't, but I just... He, he is a nice guy. And, like, and you he still want to be friends qualities. with him. Yes. And I'm like, I don't want to have a bad relationship, but like, stop doing these things that you know. I don't ever want you to see off. him again. Please don't see him ever again. Like, the guy is not in his well, right... I'm not planning on it anytime soon. I will see the new person I'm dating tonight. Nice. He's in LA tonight. I feel like we just did kind of like Ryan's roses a little bit where I should have offered him flowers to see, or we should have done something to see like what he would say or we, I don't know what it would be because I'm still half asleep, (laughs) but I really hate him. I can't believe that he, A, the fact that he answered is annoying because like I've been calling you. Would you call from a private number or no? See, that's why. I mean, I, don't I usually know. don't have to like go through and do all this stuff because usually it's like, yeah, we're just going to have a conversation like two mature adults and like work through this and there's yeah. not this like extra avoidance and just, uh, yeah, I don't know. But well, I, I just yeah. feel like I need, I needed validation on this. That, yeah. That that's not okay. It's so wrong on so many levels. And to be honest, I don't think it, I mean, if I don't think it should be okay, but if the, the picture was ever on your Instagram or out there publicly. It was it, not. It wasn't. It was a it was personal not. picture? Yes. It's, that's the picture. Well, I mean, it looks like you guys are engaged or like about to get married. <laughs> yeah. Why that's the photo. on earth? Why? Oh yeah. Let me date this guy that it looks like he's totally in a relationship with this hot chick. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not a photo I ever posted or anything like that. But still, it's like not cool. So no, not. I think <clears throat> wow. As as uncomfortable and as difficult as it is for me, I feel like I have to. Again, this is like a lesson in control, right? That like it's not in my control what it's someone not. else does, and that I do have to let let it go. And however, they can't use your likeness for something. Like if you're a public figure in order for them to use your likeness and you are a public figure, there's all of these laws around it, by the way, just so you know, I don't want you to get in a legal battle, hmm. but yeah. I like two of my friends that like they've used pictures of them that are off of their Instagram or personal pictures to put like out there. And when you're a public figure, you actually have to get permission. Hmm. So I have to sign things every fucking day for like, how's it? Can we use this picture for that? Can we use mm-hmm. that? You really have to sign off on it. Yeah. So I don't know how it works. I mean, I, I think because you are, you know, in the public eye, it's different. Not that you want to go that route because lawyers suck. Yeah, I don't. Like, I just want it to be, again, can we not just have a cordial relationship where like we respect one another? He's still and- in love with you, number one. He's still obsessing over you, number two. And I feel like this is bait to piss you off to get a reaction. It is. And then I'm like, oh, I'm reacting to it. And like, I'm giving him that. And but you're I not just... reacting to it the way he wants. I, I feel like he wants you to be like, oh, my God, like I miss. You know, it's different. I don't know. I, I feel like re- and I guess he wants any reaction. Yeah, because we haven't spoken in a, in a while, in several weeks. And, and that's felt totally fine for me. And that's felt really good. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine with us not, you know, I'm fine with us having space post breakup. But like, <sighs> I don't want the yeah. reason that we're talking to have to be about this. Like we've been, we literally have been through this before. Like this was something he's done in our relationship in the past that I was like, Dude. he can't let go. This is his way of holding on to you. 
in a weird way because he knows that you're going to see it. He knows that this is this is how he it's like poking a bear like he this is how his way of of not being able to let you completely go. Hmm. This is why dating post-show feels really difficult because how do I build trust with people? And like even the new person I'm seeing now is like, you know. You wonder. You wonder. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be closed off, right? And, and I think this goes for people in general, like even people who don't have any kind of like public figure status, right. but just being someone that's like desirable or perhaps having status in your community, like of, you know, trying to still be open after you've been hurt or after you've been disrespected and not being jaded in that in right. your dating. And so it's I'm like difficult. trying to be very intentional about staying open with this new guy. And, you know, he's so, so, so great. And I like him so, so, so much. Oh, nice. So I'm just trying to just be... It's, it's hard to not to to not to overanalyze as just a person that doesn't study mental health. <laughs> yeah, and so, so I can't imagine how. I mean, like you probably your head is probably blowing up. But yeah, I mean, I think maybe take a step back because it does seem like you like this guy, and mm-hmm. just let it like just let it unfold. And I know it's easier said than done. Because yeah. I feel like I, if I start thinking about something too much, I can make it happen even if, if it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, he's doing this, he's doing that, he's that. And then yeah. in my head, it's happening. And so I, I sabotage things even though it's not actually happening. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so, I have been a self-sabotager in the past, yeah. especially when people are just really nice to me. Mm-hmm. Like this new guy, like he's very nice. And like, part of what, me- wa- What's wrong with you? Yeah. Part of me wanted to be like, mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. At all. Especially coming from my last relationship, I was like, all I wanted and what I would say all the time to him is a nice like, guy. Can you nice, just be normal nice? guy. Like, can you just be nice, please? And now this guy is just so incredibly nice. <laughs> and like, even like I sent him my schedule for my trip in LA and he was like, wow, like that's so busy. Like, how can I support you while I'm there? And I was wow. like, oh my God, like, there are nice guys. <laughs> Usually nice guys have small penises though. That's the only problem. He does not. And oh, actually, I, I haven't like, I'm going to talk about squirting. Yeah, I, I, we can. So yeah, I haven't squirt since like literally high school and my I've only last had trip, it once. I've only done it once. Yeah, my last trip with him, I literally squirted twice in <gasps> five days. And I was like, what's what? happening? Can I have him after you're done with him? <laughs> <laughs> no, because there was one guy, I'm not gonna give him any attention, but that was like my first and only time. Like yeah. I, do, I was like, what just happened? Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I have great orgasms, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. My kids are here and I hope they didn't hear that. But <laughs> we, the kids and I have open conversations about sex all the time, which is sometimes highly uncomfortable for me. Yeah. They don't care. So yeah. we have a very open um, dialogue here. That's good. And it's good until I'm like, okay, you guys, enough, enough, enough. <laughs> sometimes I, like as a mom, like I get the picture in my head and yeah. I'm like, no, no I, I can't go to dinner with the picture of my 16 year old and his girlfriend doing something. And then I, I don't know. Yes, but that's but, so that they can talk to you about that kind yes, of stuff because they then they can have more intentional, healthy relationships around sex. Exactly. And especially with how they treat women and just all of that. And that's so, so, so important. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, their dad is like, you know, he's the t- typical Latin mm-hmm. guy that does, you know, we don't talk about it. Yeah. So I, on my end, we talk about everything. And I had to tell them some things that went down the other night that I said that will be on national television mm-hmm. that, you know, they could be embarrassed by if I didn't give them a warning. Yeah. And they're like, all right, mom, that's a little crazy and aggressive, <laughs> but you know, you're a badass bitch. So, all right. I'm like, Oh, I love that. They're so amazing. I I feel like, especially my 16-year-old, because he is, you know, um, he has a girlfriend and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, 
you know, he's just like, you know what, you do you. And if people want to say, like, because, you know, you say one thing about sex on TV and you're a bad mom. Yeah. I'm like, no, not a bad mom. We actually have these conversations. I know more than I would like to know about everything, but I'm also like open to having conversations mm-hmm. that are uncomfortable for um, yeah. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and usually for me, they're not, but sometimes with the kids, like, it's, but. I would rather have them have the right information from someone that loves them than have somebody that wants to somehow abuse or, you know, their, the power when they have it with Mm -hmm. these boys. So I just want them to know everything and it's weird, but, um, squirting is good for you. (laughs) Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. You got a, he said, he might be a keeper. I, I, I kind of hope so. Yeah. I kind of do hope so. I mean, Dating's an interesting area. You know, there's no conversations of like commitment yet. And it's like, it's in that gray area. But you, know? you don't want, we don't need that conversation. Who cares? You're squirting. Like, we don't yeah. care yet. <laughs> we don't care. No, because the second, I feel like guys tend to run the second you want to put parameters on what mm-hmm. you're doing. And I, so I have mm-hmm. this birdcage theory mm-hmm. that, you know, if you have a birdcage and you live in it and you're seeing someone and he, and the door is open, he comes and goes as he wants to. Mm-hmm. And generally when the door is open, he's always there. Mm-hmm. But the second you close that birdcage door, he wants fucking out. Yeah, he's, he's like, trapped. Well, I'm trapped. Right. Like I'm now in this thing and I can't get out. Like he will be great to you mm-hmm. without with, with the door open. He will still yes. be a great boyfriend and you don't have to say he's a boyfriend, but he, he will still treat you like a queen. I think it's once Mm -hmm. they feel that like the trap and that's when they start to rebel and act out. Like it's like getting put in like a straight jacket, like, Oh yeah, I'm cool with it. And then no, you know, if you had, that's my birdcage theory. So I, I I totally, I like that. I like that. Um, and I think the, I mean, I've been in relationships where I have felt like that door is shut and now I'm trapped. And we all feel I think, it. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, not that monogamy is this terrible thing, but there are ways that it can become really unhealthy and really toxic. Yeah. And sometimes and it's, not, it's not really natural. I mean, at the end of the day, but <clears throat> yeah, if you can go, I mean, I think, I think we, these women on the bachelor scare me because they go in wanting a ring and a white picket fence and getting yes. married and they think that's going to be the rest of their life. Yeah. And it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And those- I even said on the pod or on not on the pod, on the show, um, Derek had said something about uh, seeing like the white picket fence or whatever. And I said, well, what if I don't want a white picket fence? Right? What if and I want said- a high rise on Wilshire and like a, a doorman? <laughs> you know what he said? This is how quick how quick he was. He goes, I'll paint it brown. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> But who, who wants a brown fence? But <laughs> but I was like, hmm, interesting. Okay. But I was like, it, there's yeah. still, it's but, still but, a but fence. That was that was where it was really clear though that like that we did want different things. And even with this guy now going forward, you know, even discussing layers of commitment, like we are long distance, and I don't want to do That's that good. again for another year. Right, but it's good right now in the beginning because I yes. feel like like we need to make sure that we are eyes and not you know like. Before you become a we, you have to be a me. And a lot oh, of totally. these girls are not me's yet. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, you have your own shit going on. You're like yes. studying. You ha- you're an individual before you, like you get into a couple. Mm-hmm. I feel like two individuals that have their own shit going on make great couples. Yes. When one person is investing everything into the other person in order to make them feel validated, that's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to think of it as like two Venn diagrams, right? Or one Venn diagram, like you're two full circles and then yeah. you come together and that's where you have that interdependence and that's where you come together and nourish the relationship. And that part's really beautiful. Doesn't it make that like eight thing like that, that fluid, not fluid, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, we're talking about like, fluids? <laughs> well, we can. 
Um, but that that thingy, I don't know what I'm talking about. My sister gave the, me like, like infinity symbol. Yeah, something like because two circles coming together because then if they cross. So with the with the infinity, there's no like across. They don't. It's just yeah, two circles. Yeah, like the Venn diagram. Like there's that space in the middle where all it's right. Like, both of your circles coming together. I only went to public high school, so <laughs> I, I can picture what you're saying, but Venn diagrams, I'm like, huh, what? Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Let's plug um, your social media and yeah. and your podcast, everything you have going on. Yeah. So my Instagram is at Taymocha, T-A-Y-M-O-C-H-A. And then my podcast is Let's Talk About It with Taylor Nolan. Oh, well, thank you so much for being here. You're absolutely adorable and lovely. And I'm sorry I look like shit. Normally, I just, I <laughs> don't can't, look like I can't shit. Put, oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you for showing me <laughs> the Venn diagram. <laughs> right. Ryan is like my, he's like my teacher, my friend, my, I abuse him a little bit. Um, but no, so tell me again, uh, your social media? Taymoka. Taymoka. And then let's talk about it, her podcast. Yes. I want to come to your podcast. Yes. I would love, love, love to have you on. We'll have a and crossover. Yes. We should definitely plan for that. And we'll talk about squirting more because I really, I need to understand, like, I don't, I like, it only happened once and I really, and I'm old. And so I'm just like, huh. But I, been with women mm-hmm. that it, that that have hap- it happens all the time, and sometimes I think it's a little gross. <laughs> There's, I mean, you got to account for a little bit of messiness, you know. Yeah, I don't mind. Like I've, I've had and, relationships with women, but sometimes it's too much for me. Yeah. Well, there is. So one of the things I learned in the sex training too is our um, our disgust arousal response, mm-hmm. whatever. That like when we're aroused, our ability and like our neurotransmitters that make us feel like disgusted are reduced yeah of so course, like you're when, in the moment because you're yeah. ar- the arousal is taking over yeah so when you're aroused like you might be turned on by things that when you're not turned on feel a little dirty and so like right. if you're not in that mode of like just you know wanting to be super sexual and like hot and steamy and just right. like messy then yeah someone squirting you might be like well what but if you're in that sometimes it's like it just oh, depends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you, it depends. All right, we'll, guys. We'll talk about it more. Yeah, we will for <laughs> sure. I'm so like it's, I'm obsessed with it all. All right. Well, thank you, and we will be right back. Bye. Ryan, we are here. We have the haiku ready to go. And once again, I wanted to say congratulations on spending the rest of your life with one person and having sex with one person for the rest of your entire life until you get divorced. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, let's do the haiku. (laughs) I can't really hear it. Girl power, it's on. Taylor is so strong. I like her a lot. She's definitely not a thought. Her ex is a fucking dick. We like him not. Boom. I'm going to start taking singing lessons. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.